Hello and welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-host Sasha. Welcome back tonight. Thanks. How are you doing? Oh, uh, doing okay. Doing okay. It's all friend from, uh, funny enough, old old friend from Dayton came down to visit my brother. He was an old college roommate of my brother's. So, even though I drive up there all the time for the girls, I don't see him too often. So, visited with him today at Roosters. That was fun. Um... The girls got to see him. They hadn't seen him in a while. And uh, joining us tonight is Preacher. Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing? How you doing? Thank you for having me tonight. It's good. It's good. We tried to have you on a couple times, but, you know, schedules and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to catch me, but you got me. You reeled me in. Yeah, yeah. We almost had uh, Jaycon on as well today, Um, but he... He ended up at the last minute having to do some family stuff. So we uh, we are also down Morg and Ace again today. Uh, Morg, I believe, is actually moving into his house, I think, from what I understand. So he's... Well, congratulations to him. Yeah. Uh, and then Ace, uh, another family thing for him. I think it's his stepson's birthday party tonight. So understandable. Um, so instead of doing the Monster Hunter guess the monster what we were going to do we're going to talk about tgs because we did the news show a week early oh, apparently okay, because there was so much yeah, news, just a, so much life. things so yeah um that's but i was gonna too. yeah um i was gonna say i'm also probably going to talk to you a lot about mass effect again tonight sasha i'm very excited to hear that so just for reference because I don't know how far this is, and you don't have to tell me, but they're wanting me to use the mass uh, uh, Omega relay to go to the center of the galaxy already. So I don't know how far that is. Okay, so that's... They introduced that to you pretty early, and it is a suicide mission. You're in Mass Effect 2. Mm -hmm. And the goal to survive the suicide mission is to make sure that you have all the party members and they all respect you. Gaia. See, that's what I was doing anyways. So, so you have I... to do all their loyalty missions. And then there are two key events that happen between Miranda and Jack and Tally. And have you gotten the last party member? No, I have. Okay. I, I, then I'm not gonna I don't say have. I don't have every party member yet. I still don't even have t- uh, Tally back yet. I haven't seen her since the beginning. So, so you are not even close. You. Don't worry about the uh, oh, wow. Omega Relay. No, I didn't think so. I was going to do everything time. first. <laughs> no, I was going to do everything else first. Um, I'm just now trying to do Miranda's uh, loyalty mission. Okay. Um, I, I, I've done grunts. I've done... Oh, did you do Zed? Doctors? Huh? Did you do Zed? The commando guy that you see like early in the beginning? It starts with a Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did his. Okay. Uh, He didn't like my result because I let the guy get away. The guy mm. who's Do you have yeah. Jack yet? Who's Jack? Jack? Jack is a female yes. and she's bald. Yeah. Yes, I Psycho have her. Powers. And okay. I... She's Just like a recommendation... My... You need uh-huh. to do Miranda's loyalty mission, like, now, and then get Jack's loyalty mission done next. Yeah. 
because those two are going to fight with each other. And if you don't resolve that the right way, it has a negative bad ending for you. Yeah, really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. Oh, I can tell. I mean, like straight up, like she doesn't like so, so? Jack hates Miranda. She's nah, like, that's it. That, what what oh, I'm using her? my that, phone, that but I couldn't. This bitch or something like that. Like I was just like, like whoa, like. Well, you'll learn why when you do all of Jack's loyalty missions mm. and you talk to Jack. I have Jack has. I had, have talked to Jack, wow. so I know. I I know what's the the deal with Jack. I haven't done her mission yet, but I know her deal oh, so okay. far. So I understand why she doesn't it's like Miranda. Bad. Yeah. So you you know now because you just did one and you talked to Caden. You know about how they make human biotics. Mm -hmm. She is the best human biotic because they made her to be. And you're going to learn so, why. Yeah, it's how. pretty rough. So she's the Stranger Things girl. Yeah, yes. she's Papa. She yeah, is. Papa yes. lies. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yes. But she hasn't had a She's not 11. She's zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. zero, zero out yeah. people with that shotgun of hers. Well, yeah, what do you, what do, you, do you use her oh. on emissions? No, I mostly use uh, Garrus and. Um, oh, you're gosh, Garrus. I can't. I can't remember his name. Are you the doctor? Are you infiltrator class again? Yeah, I'm still infiltrator. Oh, okay. And then you roll with I'm... Warden, the doctor. He's the yeah. Salarian. Oh, yeah. I love Morden. Yeah, he's a yeah, sassy he's... mouth. Him and get. I. I don't want to get. We got. We got all. We'll get into Mass Effect. Later. <laughs> yeah, afterwards. I've, I've got post credits. Okay. I've post got a lot to okay. talk about. I like that game too. You just I like dangled it. that bone in yeah. front of me. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I did. I did. I had the action. I want to talk this, about it too. Sure. Yeah. I I I do want to talk about it because I have a lot of positive thoughts about this. Are you gonna play and Andromeda? It's. Yes. Uh, yes, I bought it. Nice. It's on the Discord. I bought I bought it yesterday and they forgot to put the disc in the case at the used game store. Wow. So I got home, I was like, Bud, you forgot my game. He's like, What are you talking about? I I showed him the picture of like I opened up the game case and it's empty. And I'm like, dude, where's my disc? And uh so I went in and grabbed it yesterday. Uh oh. picking up the girls. So but it was only like five bucks to get Andromeda, so why not? Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised um, you even got it for five. I'm surprised I started two so quickly, but the game that I wanted to try to finish before two, I started playing it. I was like, no, this game sucks. I don't know. I'm not playing it. It was part of some like RPG com collection thing. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, it's a strategy RPG, and I love those play on the grid battle system and stuff. And it was like, it was so complex and the game felt more like menuing than actually battling. So I was like, when I want to press attack, I want it to attack something. I don't want to have to confirm like I attack, 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 confirm all the attacks. And then I have to manually end yeah. the turn. And I was like, yeah, no, but thank see, you. You're also playing Mass Effect 2, which is a perfect game. It's hard to want to play anything else once you get that in. Mm -hmm. I, I already feel like it's not perfect for me. It but... is a perfect game. Yeah, me too. I played it like about six times just because I played it without <laughs> anybody helping me and I kept messing up the ending and I didn't understand why certain people were dying. So it took me six times to actually get that complete no one dying ending. And yes, mm. I did it like a Nuzlocke where if I 
if somebody died, I start all the way over in the beginning. Not like, oh, this is checkpoint, whatever. No, one save, that's it, all the way through. So that's what I'm doing. I've been doing one oh. save. Like, I, I don't. But for me, I'm not really invested. Like, if I get the good or bad ending, I'm just gonna get play through all three. Like, it's oh. it's not really like that. It's kind of just yeah. like yeah. if you're yeah. not prepared, and your party members are not loyal certain people will not survive. And then that is going to yeah. have implications in three. I'm sure it will. But that's what I'm saying. Like if, if I mess up, I will take that, those implications into three and play three. Like I'm not. No, I mean, to be fair, I, I wish I did what you're doing because I had to play it again and, and make mistakes on purpose to really see the impact. So it's like I did a whole bunch of backtracking just to see how that oh, would affect I, my next playthrough. I'm, I'm not trying to make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've been asking Sasha advice here and there yeah. every once in a while. Because I'm like, did I miss someone? Like, did mm-hmm. I miss a crew member or something? But no, I, I'm I'm just trying to experience the game without too much spoilers. Even though it's a, it's a, it's an age-old game at this point. Like, I'm playing a re-release yeah. on the previous generation. Like, Does it look really good? Do what? Like you like there was like a remaster that came out or something, or am yeah. I wrong? That's what I'm playing. Does it look yeah. better? I'm playing the PS4 remaster. Oh. And okay. there was a there wasn't a remaster, but there was a re-release on PS3. So I am really far behind on this game series. Oh. Kn- okay. They had a trilogy on PS3. I saw it at the game store. I was like, oh. Okay. So it's been out. I mean, I know it's been out a while, but see, Sasha, he, we had to buy each title. He just got them all in one bundle. Like I know, I had to wait. I had to wait for three. I remember taking time off work for that. Yeah, yeah. me too. I remember a lot of people complaining about the ending of three. That's what I remember. That that's all mm. I remember for about. Three. I still stand my my opinion, which is if you have a problem with it, you just didn't understand. You didn't understand what was yeah. going on. And you don't understand the ending. I, I yeah, liked it the way it was, sure. to be honest. My decision that I did, I liked it. Okay. Well, I, I am still Paragon Shep, uh, although I've got a lot more Renegade this time around You're than I did boy. last time. You're yeah. a good boy? Oh. <laughs> if I'm playing D&D, <laughs> 9 out of 10 times I'm playing a chaotic good character. 9 out of 10 times. Oh, okay. You, well, uh, well, that's fun. You can do that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can get away with something. Oh, I still, I still to. do. I still eventually like. I ended up getting a lot of renegade points for being like, no, I'm not gonna say or do that. Like, I get renegade points every once in a while, being like, nope. Just we get the cutscene options now too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have been doing both, like you said, which has been really funny. Like there was this part <laughs> where he had a mercenary, and he was just like he was talking shit to you, and then Shepard just. Pushes him out the window. Just that'll teach Bye-bye. you to talk back. Bye bye. He says some like <laughs> he says some like crazy one liner, and I'm like, all right, I'm here for this. This works. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Oh boy. I don't know. Are we dropping streams? Dropping. I I heard you're like over. breaking up, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, it looks like it's dropping. A bit. I don't. I don't know why. Probably because Chance is watching anime. I blame the anime. Anime. So, um, but we're going to talk about the Tokyo Game Show stuff before we get more into Mass Effect. Uh, 
which I'm sure we will. Um, so there was, I was unaware that, T- that TGS was this week. Um, because I've been in my, my, uh, thing of like trying to deal with the court stuff with the kids. And then, um, also a little, a little update on the house stuff. I decided to hell with all this stuff. I'm still going to try to buy a house in the midst of all this because I can still afford it. Even if the child support doesn't get lowered. So, uh, I'm just moving ahead and I have my meeting meeting Wednesday for pre-approval and all this stuff. So I will be hopefully seriously searching starting Thursday. Congratulations. It's just the beginning. Oh no, this is like, this is not the beginning. It's just a, it's a long journey. It's just, Oh, okay. It's been a long journey to get to this point where I'm at. And then, but having the pre-approval will say how much my budget can be actually looking. So, so, um, so yeah, so Tokyo game show, I guess we'll, uh, if it's okay with you guys, I think we'll just start with Nintendo, go to PlayStation, and then hit Capcom because that's the way I saw them. That's yeah. fine. Sure. So, so I understand because I just been watching it in pieces. The Tokyo Game Show encompasses everything we've seen so far. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, Tokyo. Like, it's like it's like E three in Tokyo. It's just okay. This is it's normally been a thing, but I think it's bigger this year because E three wasn't as big. Uh, mm. Or didn't happen, or something this year. I think E3 didn't happen this year. I think they did Summer Games Fest. So, um, so first with the Nintendo, uh, I wrote down. I didn't write things down in order, yeah. but I will. The first thing, uh, the um, the memes from this are farming simulators. That's what everyone's saying. Because I counted, and I've recounted, there are no less than five games in which you can control a farm. (laughs) Some of you are going to be happy. A farm looks pretty cute, though. Yeah. Faye Farm, I I showed the girls the direct earlier today. And Faye Farm, the girls are all over. Mm. They're just like, I want to be a fairy who has a farm, who makes friends. Like, that 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 is peak... So I mean, like you can see it right here on the stream. That is my daughter's Halloween outfit, rainbow oh, unicorn dress, yeah. right there. Love it, love that for her. I also Stylish. would like to be a fairy on a farm, making fairy potions and whatever other fun fairy things I get to have. Maybe some little furry friends. And <laughs> it'll be fun. I wouldn't want to be one if it's sixty dollars. Right. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> if it's 30 sure oh, i don't I'd i'm be, not paying full price for that yeah like I'd no be the, I'd, I'd be the grumpy dwarf in the blacksmith shop that would be me what do you want it's hot today <laughs> yep so i just want to get out of the way i don't think any of us are super interested in that but pan did share a, a really good video by uh, ben yahtzee um who's known for his zero punctuation series on his, the escapist who summarily predicted the rise of the farming simulator, um, the slice of life games, because, well, Nintendo's been towing the line for those games for a long time, but with the sales of the Switch being so high, and then also Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley and all those things doing so well on the Switch, 
they're just pumping out these kind of games like hands down. The reason why there's like five of them is because they're popular mm-hmm. and they're doing very well. Yeah. So well, you're it's picking up a, a market of gamers who aren't into first person shooters. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's how yeah. you expand or, your market. Yes. Or in depth like serious story RPGs as well. Yeah. Like that's that's like another end of the spectrum that, that doesn't really like you can have a like a but they're they're more personal stories in these games versus like here's my farm, here's my relationship with the town versus this like big grandiose epic that an RPG could have or a first person shooter, it's very execution heavy. Yeah, I agree. I mean right now for me, this chime in at in, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite like excessively. And I've been trying to look for people to play with me to play Fortnite. And a lot of people are like, no, nah, I'm not playing that. Be- not because they don't like Fortnite. It's because they're actually playing other games where they can invest their time into. And farming simulators is something mm-hmm. perfect where somebody's like, after a hard day of work, let me just turn my brain off and like weed out some crops or whatever like that, tend to this thing. Do a chore that I don't actually have to do in my house. Yeah. And just have fun with it's it. Because- I- it's because those farming simulators have such a rich schedule of reinforcement. Yeah. All your hard work pays off in 24 mm-hmm. hours or mm-hmm. 12 hours in your game instead of you got to wait a week to get your paycheck or two mm-hmm. weeks or whatever your schedule is or however right. long it actually takes to grow vegetables so, in your backyard. Yeah. When I when I got when I got really into Stardew Valley, um yeah, this is going to touch a little bit on my marriage and divorce process. Uh, so this was sort of like a weird spot towards the end of my marriage where I didn't know things were ending, but she knew they were ending. Right. But I was still really not in a good mental place because mm. there was like, oh, what would we say? Four significant deaths in my family that year. Jesus like it was. It was a rough one. And then also there were family pets that died back home on top of that. Like it was, it was a rough year. Uh, 2017, the year the switch came out when I got into Stardew Valley for me, yeah, it was a rough year personally. And I got really into Stardew Valley and you know, things were not working well in my marriage. So like, it was kind of nice to have this surrogate, like, I was building a relationship with someone in this game. Totally not real, but also totally not like my wife at the time. And she was very upset about that. I think I've talked about that before. I picked the, like the, the girl who was, I don't remember her. Haley, I think is her name. She's into fashion and photography. And my ex is not that kind of person at all. Like most people (laughs) go to the girl that eats rocks or something like that. I don't know. Likes rocks as a gift. Uh, yeah, it was a thing. I was I was kind of into Stardew Valley at the time. But like so like that was like the headspace I was in where I was just sort of like escaping real life to just farm and do the kind of thing. And I put like 350 hours in that game. And then uh Emery deleted that save a couple years ago. So, I'm never playing it again, but it was uh fun while it lasted. But I have no desire to touch a game like that again. Like, I had to be in a specific headspace for that game to work. So I was like, oh, maybe I do like this genre. And I tried a couple more games. I was like, no. No, I really don't. I really only care about the fishing. And I probably should just buy a fishing game if I just want to do fishing. 
Like I've kind of learned that the only way I want to play a game like that is when it's like Gleaner Heights and there's really like juicy gossip happening in the town and sure. like people like having drinking addictions or beating their spouse and mm. burying them in the backyard. And Girl, just what to, you like, be watching? Right place in the right time. Oh, you know, it's yeah. just my beautiful farm in Gleaner Heights. And at night, things get a little spicy. What game yeah. is this? I'm about to look this up. Little, who, who, it's called Gleaner Heights. Gleaner? It's a it's farming on, I, simulator. Yeah, It's Gleaner. on the Switch, too. Uh, yeah. Spell Gleaner. It, yeah, it's on Switch. It's on PC. I think it's on just about any, everything. I think so. Oh, heck no. Yeah. Oh, they got mods, too. I never played it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gleaner Heights. Yeah, you definitely suggested that when you came first came on the show. I do remember that. Saucy. Um, so yeah, Gleaner Heights. So um, there was a lot of stuff in the Nintendo Direct I cared about, but there was a lot of stuff I didn't, and there's a lot of p- stuff that other people didn't. But uh, I pulled out four things that I care about in the Nintendo Direct. Uh, so the first one, I'm going to start at the end. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which is the Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. one. Uh, get this out of the way because there's not a lot to say. We just basically all we got is a short clip of gameplay and a very ill-timed title. Wait, I got. I, I have something to say. When it comes it. to this game, like Breath of the Wild spawned a whole slew of babies. Let's be honest, like you know, Genshin Impact, Tower of Fantasy, yeah. and everything. That whole aesthetic of open-world RPG on a grander scale because Zelda did it. Now I'm like, is this game just like another sixty dollar DLC? Like, come on, can somebody be co-op with Zelda? She's shooting arrows. I'm doing. Ah, what what what's going on in this new game? What is Fam doing? He hasn't spoke since the game when it was like on the Nintendo something series, right? And even then, it was like a movie. What what's the point? What's the next level in Zelda? I don't hate Zelda. I'm just curious now because he has like a whole anime arm now with a tattoo, looking like some guy out of a whole like trap video. They've been. They've been, um, they've been very tight-lipped about mm-hmm. everything. They've only like y- you saying what you did there is about as much as anyone knows. <laughs> like, tell like, me what's going on. It's gonna have like PvP BR mode. Just imagine that though. They do something like that. Just get a cash grab. Let's have a Legend of Zelda BR mode. Zelda? Yeah. Just think of that. They have different okay. weapons you can craft by beating up monsters and taking their parts, like the sticks, the swords, the boomerangs, the shields, or whatever have mm-hmm. you. And it's a nice little friendly 20-player BR mode in the Legend of Zelda world. Because they already did the um, Dynasty Warriors version of the game, which, to be honest, wasn't that bad. Yeah. Hyrule Warriors. It wasn't that yeah. bad. No, I loved it. I loved Hyrule Warriors. But I wanted to be surprised that they asked something in like that, because we never asked for that. Who, who asks for high rewards? Nobody really, right? Not really. But like, imagine, like, oh, let's just toss in a BR. Let's just see what happens. I, no lie, I love Age of Calamity, which is the Hyrule Warriors yes. that is set in this Zelda timeline and is canon. I like that. The it Ninja is Girl, top to the tier. The, and the Ninja Dude, love them. Yeah. Not necessarily that. So we did uh, our Bickering Bucks. One of our episodes is on this game. And the name of it is Suddenly Sidon. Because Sidon, who is the um, Mm -hmm. Zora, the baby Zora that you have to save at one point. He just out and so like there's 
So if you played Breath of the Wild, which Sasha, I understand you don't like sorry, Zelda, you're sorry. not gonna play it. I know. Um, it's um, okay. Mifa and everyone meets their end, and we're basically going to see yeah. how they die. And one of the big twists of Age of Calamity is that they don't, and they don't like it changes everything. Like no one dies, and one of the reasons, and the first one I saw was Mifa's uh, younger brother Sidon who is a baby at the current timeline, time warps back as an adult, like the Terminator, and saves his sister out of mm. nowhere. Just suddenly side on. That's the, and I just, that's the, that's all I could think of when he pops in and he gives that like cheesy, like smile and his teeth glean. And it was just like, ding. He's like, I'm here. And he like beats up the bad guy and saves his sister. And it's just like, What? Holy cow. I just, I love this story implications that the Age of Calamity did. So I'm interested to see what they do with the actual direct sequel of the original yeah. timeline. Because they just split the timeline in Age of Calamity. That's a split timeline. There's no way to, to do that in any other way. So I I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Zelda. I'm still interested. I'm still going to get it. I'm still going to play it. And I'm probably not going to rant it and rant and rave as much about it as probably Ace or someone. Uh, I like Zelda games. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I am not over. They're never going to be one of my favorite series either. I don't think so. When is the title release? Uh, the it, Oh, yeah. They had a release date for this game, too, which is actually really short comparison to the last one. It's uh, May 12th, I think. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's the other big news is this has a release date now. Whereas like, if you remember breath of the wild had like six years of teasing, whereas we've had like three, we've had about half the time on this one, which makes sense. It looks like it's mm. in the same world with, you know, changes obviously, but it makes sense. It would be shorter, but so yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh tears of the kingdom. Um, Another one I want to talk about, it's very short. We don't have much to say on Pikmin 4. We've heard about Pikmin 4 since the launch of the Switch. Supposedly it was done at the launch of the Switch. And Miyamoto wasn't able to focus on it to get it out until all these other things happened. So it was really cool to see Miyamoto get get to stand up there and talk about essentially his new baby, which is Pikmin. And so we got Pikmin 4. And apparently it's got a little bit, they've simplified the gameplay in some aspects, so it's less about top-down management and more about on-the-ground Pikmin control. So it sounds like it's going to be... I never really understood that game. Do what? I never really understood that game. Like, you're collecting, like, sensu beans and running around with them, making sure they don't die or something. I don't really know. It is, it is, okay, let me describe it in a way that that made me really love it. It is a kid-friendly... Nintendo RTS. That's what it is. That's how you play it. Really? It is an RTS. Yes. You are managing an army of these little plant men that have to fight enemies and stuff, and you have to drag objectives back to the ship. And the first one, you were rebuilding your crash ship, so you had to go get parts. And a lot of times they were swallowed by these terrible monsters you had to fight. But you're basically managing an army, building an army, and then moving them across a battlefield, 
and you have to like build up your army and resources and go across like real time strategy go like go across the house and you have to get out before nighttime drops because you just die if you're out during the night what? your army dies like all of them so you have a time well, limit I, I never knew it was like to, um total war that's Huh. Yeah, it's it's. But that makes it sound a lot more interesting. Yeah, though. it's not as complex as something like Total War, but it is oh, it okay. is an RTS. There is no like Pikmin three really dives into it because you have three different commanders, which are three different you know the three different people, and you can switch hmm. between them, and you're moving armies that they have out at the same time, and you have to work together and solve puzzles and across the map there's a lot more puzzle solving than a normal rts because rts is all about battle and strategy and this kind of stuff this is there's also puzzle solving mixed in with this but but it's it's pretty rts stuff and man we are dropping frames terribly sorry stream um so uh so yeah so pikmin 4 i'm excited about i know that you guys aren't big pikmin fans but i am that's that's not the one I freaked out about. If you guys are familiar with the YouTuber Arlo, Arlo is like the most giant Pikmin fan ever. Arlo, Arlo is like a Muppet that, that does Nintendo reviews. Um, he's really awesome. He's much more popular than this podcast. So most most people probably know him better than, you know, I'm, I don't feel like I'm informing many people about him. But uh, he had a great reaction video to the Pikmin 4. Like he's like crying and stuff. It's just so good. <laughs> um, Dang, man. The other one, Bandit Three. Not a lot to say on that as well. I'm getting it. I have something to say. You're gonna just get it. That's it. <laughs> no, I, I've played the other Bayonettas. I like Bayonetta. Um, so I don't really, I don't really have much to add other than the fact that it looks cool. Um, I'm probably gonna ba- <laughs> play through one and two again before I play three, because. As much as I love those games, I feel like they're like the story's a bit forgettable for me. So it's been since yeah. 2013 or 14 when I played the Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 1 for the first time. So now I'm going to have to play them again and play Bayonetta 3. Which they're out on Switch. I just haven't got them yet. I love the score. Like for me, a lot of people will be like, "What, really?" I don't really care for those like Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, you know, flipping around, juggling my one foe for like a gazillion times for flair. I but I like the the music. The music score is really good. Her character as a as a whole, I f- first thought she was just one dimensional, but when you play two, you get to see that she actually has a personality. Yeah. She has like a reason for her actions and everything. It makes it more fulfilling to want to play. So seeing three, now that she's like a superhero for the world, I'm I'm kind of curious how they're gonna go with that in terms of like the story and the title. Yeah, me too. I, I did see a funny video of like, look at Bayonetta being a hot mom, and it was just her in a sweater and jeans, like <laughs> 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 oh man i i like that series it's a bit it's a bit goofy and i you know i, I but i like those kind of games too like i like wonderful 101 i like um you know the original god of wars that were in that same vein um yeah so i you know i'm not good at them by any by any stretch <laughs> but i do enjoy playing them so the big one for me the big one that like I teared up when I saw this is Octopath Traveler 2. Yes. And I know 
no one else in the world cares as much about me as Octopath Traveler 2. But like, oh, that theme song. When it came on, and I was just immediately like, I, I don't, I, how was I watching? Because I watched it after the fact. I didn't watch it live. I think I was sitting here watching it. Because um, sometimes I watch stuff out in the living room. But um, I was sitting here and I was playing, I think I was playing Titan Quest while I was just sort of side watching the event. And then I heard it. I heard like the first few notes, like the violins. And I'm like, what? I paused the game. Like I just hit escape on the, on the game and I turned and I'll just watch the screen right here. And I'm just like, no, no, it's not. And then like, boom, Octopath Traveler pops up on the screen and I'm like, yes, like I can, I cannot wait. I am going to be playing through Octopath Traveler again. I played Triangle Strategy this year, which is the same people, but like a strategy RPG instead of a traditional JRPG. Um, mm-hmm. I love the art style. I love the stories in that game. Like they're so hopeful and wholesome. And the music, you know, I talk about you. You really like the music in Bayonetta. The music for yes. Octopath Traveler. I I think it might be my favorite in a game series period. Now it might've overtaken monster hunter. Cause I love some monster hunter songs and the, definitely some monster Hunter songs are going to be my favorite, but there is not a series that I will just sit there and listen to the whole soundtrack, uh, like that other than maybe ghost runner. I like most of the soundtrack, but even there's ones in that I skip this one, everything, everything all like the whole soundtrack gets me. Um, like see now I had to ask this. I know you're going to get into it, but, I, I'm just curious. Two points. What qualities in Octopath that drives you to like say for somebody go play this? It's really fun. It's a good game. Not only just because like your your opinion of like you love it, but why would you recommend it to somebody else to play Octopath? So, I think that it takes such a unique way of storytelling in a game that not many other games do. So, like a lot of other games are kind of like movies and how they tell stories. They are, if not linear, um, like I would say jumping around to a linear result, right? Mm -hmm. This one is much more of a serial kind of deal, like a TV show or something where you can have like multiple storylines stacking up over different seasons. You know what I mean? is Mm -hmm. the way that Octopath Traveler ends up playing because you choose when you do the story missions and you know their story missions. Like, you know when you're playing the story. Now, that's not really that different on the surface than any other game, but you're telling eight completely separate stories. They are not interconnected at all until possibly the end, but that end is not required. It's like in post-game fight that sort of ties everything up at the end, which I have never done. I just like the eight stories by themselves, but they are a neatly like think of like a whole show or movie arc within a, every a character starts at chapter one and ends at chapter something of their story. And they've completed their quest. Like they're done. They have, they live a happy life. They're fine with what's happening. I honestly don't know what happens in this big endgame boss that ties all them all together because there's no need to. 
Like, you can just quit where I did, where I finished all eight stories, and you're fine. Like, there's, you don't, like, story-wise, you need nothing else. So I think the biggest thing for me for Octopath Chatter is just, like, how it tells a story. because And they're all very, to me, at least interesting stories and interesting characters. Like, not, like, even the ones that I felt were kind of like just meh were pretty good once I actually played through them. Um, like I would say Alfin, the, apo- the apothecary, I think was probably the least interesting to me to begin with, but he ended up being a really good story about redemption and friendship and all this kind of stuff. Whereas like you have on the opposite side, you have Ophelia, who's like a journey of faith. And then you have Ulbricht, who's like a journey of like dealing with your, uh, being sort of like a has been warrior. Like you get all these crazy stories between these like different people and it's really cool is you can have characters interact if they're in your party to sort of like spur on questions and discussion between each other that aren't really necessary and you're not really missing anything if you don't do them but the fact that they're there and it kind of makes like the the characters kind of feel like part of someone else's story like you just get like for someone who really doesn't like how games tell stories nine out of ten times this was a big treat mm-hmm. for me. Like just, just, and that was through playing the game. Like, like the whole story of how I got into it is an entirely different thing. Okay. That's the second question. Then like what, what got you into Octopath? So in, in, uh, in general, I, I might've talked about it a little bit uh, on the podcast. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll say it again for your sake. And so, uh, you know, we get new people listening all the time. So, and I don't know if Sasha's heard the story or not, but I did say something I about have. it recently. So, again, this is another divorce story. This came out 2018. This is the year of my divorce, right? This is right in the middle of it. Um, I had lost any desire for the first time in my life to play any sort of video game. Like, I've been playing video games since I was two. Like, one of, my, one of the things my dad likes to... Ca- to brag about to customers sometimes I'm so good with computers that at two, I was booting up DOS commands to play different games. So I wanted to play games. Like I was playing like Sesame street alphabet and lemmings and all sorts of crazy stuff. Lemmings. I remember lemmings. Yeah. So Octopath traveler, I had pre-ordered because I was interested in the art style and that kind of stuff. I was like, I'll give it a try. And also if you remember, the Switch started with kind of a drought of games. like d- Yeah. So, when the Switch was announced, and they announced Octopath Traveler, I was in. I was like, okay, I gotta have something. I'm interested. I'm in. I'll give Square Enix a chance. I'm not usually a JRPG guy, but the art style's interesting. Good. Divorce starts happening. I lose all desire for games, and I think Hollow Knight killed it for me, because Hollow Knight was such a dark game that I'd like, I was in such a dark yeah. place that that was not the game to be playing at the time. So instead, instead of playing video games, I was doing stuff like word searches and like crossword puzzles. I was like an old man. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like crossword puzzles, word searches, logics, like logic puzzles. That was my entertainment during that time. Cause I, I, I don't know. I just didn't feel any desire. And that's, having learned later on that's a sign of major depression it's losing interest in anything that you like usually you just 
don't want to do anything. So that's kind of what ended up happening. Um, so fast forward to like July of 2018 when it's coming out. I am here at the house. I might have just talked about this last week, I think. Um, I am uh, <clears throat> I'm here at the house and I don't I didn't live here yet. I was still in Dayton and I was host. Uh, I was not hosting, but I was my parents were doing a big D&D party with their old D&D buddies from from uh, high school and I'm DMing. So I'm prepping and I'm getting stuff ready and I'm at the house early and mom and dad are off doing something. I was like, I've got some time. I can I can try to play this game that I pre-ordered. So I put it up on the TV while I'm sort of prepping stuff. And I, I didn't really get the time to play it beforehand. But it was like two hours of me just like drawing maps and prepping and doing all sorts of stuff for this D&D thing. That was about ready to do. And that title song is playing. And, if, and I've actually linked it in um, in our Discord, the title song. Um, which is also the same title song that played for this trailer for, for Octopath Traveler 2. And... Uh, it's just playing over and over and it's very, it's a very hopeful and a very energetic theme. Like it's just really, I don't know, really. It just, it struck a chord with me. Right. And it also helps that it's a very classical piece and I don't really like to listen to a lot of classical music, but when, when there's like, I don't like the classics like Beethoven and that kind of stuff, but I'm talking like orchestral pieces really connect with me really well because my late grandfather was a, orchestral cornet player he was the first chair in three major cities orchestras at different points of his life he was uh in texas i think it was austin he was in that orchestra for a long time then he moved to chicago and he was in the first chair cornet in their orchestra for a long time and then he met my grandmother he's he's actually my step-grandfather but it wasn't any different Mm. to me um and then he came to cincinnati and he was in the cincinnati orchestra for many years up until he really couldn't play anymore uh, from his for his health which was i mean That's maybe beautiful. a year before he passed away like not a long time so when i hear like really good like orchestral music it kind of reminds me of him a lot so i make that connection pretty quick so like and mm. i had just lost him the year before that was part of 2017 um so like it just like, it was, you know, reminding me of him reminding like, just like all this hopeful stuff. I was like, hell yeah, I want to play this game. So I just, I bore through it. I did four of the stories beginning to the end. And then I saved the other four for one of the podcasts I was doing. Cause, uh, before we did bickering bucks, I did a, uh, we called it side quest and we did this on side quest. It was like our second game on that show or something like that. And, um, Go potty. Okay, we'll go plug it in. Okay, good night. Sorry, interrupted. No, you're fine. I I actually see Octopath Traveler available for Xbox Game Pass. Yes. So if anybody yeah, so it, in the it eventually uh, went to PC and Xbox. It it started as a Switch exclusive. Um, Emery, close the door. So if anybody happens to have X Game Pass, you guys can play that right now. Yeah, it's an amazing game. Like, like, and and all of that, like, all of that kind of hit me at once. Like, and that game 
specifically, and that song is what inspired me to start playing video games again. And saved the whole media for me, I feel. I probably would have gone back eventually, but that was the one that kind of hooked me back in. So, I'll be right back. I gotta close my door, because my kid did not. Okay. So. Did you just pause my... Yeah, my kid here, I think she might just pause <laughs> my recording. <laughs> no, she didn't. Okay. What, mama? Mystery is brought to you so by Nova. I saw that Nintendo Switch Online is also getting for the Nintendo 64 games Pokemon Stadium. Yes. Pokemon Stadium 2. Yes. Mario Party 2 and 3. Oh, and 1. Not 4? I. Yes. No. One, Was two, it four and three. On the GameCube? I don't. I remember playing. Sure. Probably right. I, I recall it. I think four was on GameCube, and they're getting 1080 snowboarding, which I am very excited about. I haven't played that in a really long time. And Excite Bite sixty four. Ow! Don't forget to close. I remember Excite Bike sixty four. I, I remember playing that a ton and listening to my NSYNC album. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a blast from the past. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. With the vivid pairing of playing Excite Bite 64 and like a little TV like this big and no strings attached, just playing in the background. I just have a lot of people in my Discord, the Black Rose Order. They're actually not happy with the Pokemon Stadium. They're wanting a remaster, not just like, here's a port. And I'm like, you give and take. You know, you can't ask for everything. Uh, You're getting something pretty fun. So, what? I yeah, I was not interested too much. I love Pokemon Stadium, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not too interested in replaying it because without... Um, without Wait, the stream went down. Uh, yeah, something happened. Uh-oh. It still says it's streaming over here. Uh, maybe, like, you know, it's trying to connect you back to OBS or exploit. Yeah. It's offline for me. What is going on? I don't know. It's saying it's live on the exploit. Do you record it from your exploit? Oh, so then yeah, from yeah, then yeah, you should stuff. be still fine. Just like not on X, not on Twitch. You're not live there right now, baby. Come on, what? Yeah, well, my big thing is the yeah. audio portion. That's my that's where yeah. I care about the most. But anyways, I, I'm not super. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to get my roller. It is bugging me. But I'm not I'm not super interested yes. in oh, it's back. Um in playing through Stadium without the functionality of playing the team that I raised in red and blue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right? Like you get these pretty generic just whatever Pokemon in Stadium as a game. And I feel the game is pretty hamstringed by not having an original team to port in. 
and I don't see how they're going to do that on the Switch unless they actually use some for somehow like a Diamond and Pearl team or mm-hmm. something, you know, something on Switch, like which doesn't make sense for Stadium because Stadium's Gen One, so and Stadium Two is Gen Two, so yeah, I don't, I don't see the appeal. That that kills it for me already. Uh, I get where people are saying a remake, but like that's a much bigger yeah, project than yeah. just that's I agree too. Control. Like a remake is asking for a lot. It's almost like saying you want Pokemon Gale of Darkness. Remember that when that came out? The game where you can capture Pokemon that are dark. Yeah. Like to get a remaster for that is gonna require them a whole lot of time and they're focusing their projects on like the game, like the violet game that's coming out. I don't remember the color. Yeah, yeah. Scarlet and Violet is their next big project and, and by any any stretch it sounds like their most ambitious pokemon game right now so yeah just focus on the future people we don't need to play Mm. stadium again like it's just not a thing like cool hey bro like 1v1 me in pokemon stadium like where they do that at arkansas come on come on now i'm Um, not taking shots at a stadium (laughs) just saying I gotcha. Ooh, here it comes now, preachers. No, no, okay. the- <laughs> I, I have, I have, I have a very like. I, I do not like the state of Georgia. Nothing against the people that live in Georgia. I hated Georgia when I was there. Every time I used to do summers in Georgia, and I hate it. So I will take any shot I can at Georgia. <laughs> Come on, you um, need to go. Jesus Christ. So, he wants to stay in the street. Yeah, I, I just, like, now, I will say the one interesting one was GoldenEye. And they popped yes. up with, with online. coming out for everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's coming to Xbox, but it is not coming with multiplayer. Uh, or at least online multiplayer. Yeah, the Switch is getting online multiplayer. It showed up, like, right at the end of that trailer. And they're like, oh, yeah, and we have one more for you. And it's like, and then, you know, the, the iconic GoldenEye. I intro. love that game. Yeah. Um, That's that game where, like, you tell your brothers and cousins, don't get the golden gun. You can use anything you want. Just don't use that. You use, just run around or whatever, you know. We ne- I never got to play it enough that that was a thing. So, like, all of my friends had it, and I would go to their house and we'd play it. But mm. I never had it. So they were always way better than I was at the game. So I was just like, see, for me, I was already indoctrinated in PC first person shooting by the time Goldeneye was a thing. So like Mm -hmm. I was playing Doom already and and like stuff like that. Multiplayer even. And I was like, yeah, this is not Doom. So I don't, I don't get this. Like, I, I, like my, my, uh, 10 year old brain was just like, no. No, I, I'd rather be killing demons than killing you guys. Like, I just... Yeah. Like... <laughs> I, the only thing I really did well is I was really good at hiding and, and, and getting people with proximity minds. That was it. Like, that was my thing, is, like, setting traps for people. Mm. And, like, everyone else is, like... I was like, how do you control the shooter with, like, this stupid control stick? Like... The controls for it were always so terrible, but obviously Wonky. modern systems are going to handle it better. I mean, I love Turok, but man, playing that game was a nightmare back in the day. So, 
So yeah, there was uh, there was those. Uh, is there anything else that stood out to you, Sasha or Preacher? No, not really. I just kind of want to play 1080 snowboarding the most. Fair. I like the the Fire Emblem. That looks really clean. On a second watch, I think I like it more. I was very confused by the whole let's bring heroes from the past mechanic. But then I realized it was an equipable item after watching it a second time. And I was like, yeah. oh, well, that's, that's just mm-hmm. fine. You just pick who you want yeah. to be on your characters. That's, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's like a persona. You know, it's not, it's not too bad. And I always love Fire Emblem just for the permadeath concept. That always is amazing fun run for me. And I still like the fact that you can like bond with your friends and build your whole relationships with them and make that strong core bond with with each other. <laughs> so yeah. I don't think Permadeath I recall another I, game you said Bayonetta. Permadeath and I have a love hate relationship. So Really? That's an if. That's an if for me. It took me a long time to get used to that in a game. It took me a long time. I'm trying to see. Oh, I tend to make we mistakes. Yeah, well, that's the fun of it. <laughs> I know. That's the fun of but it. But then I feel like I wasted 12 hours. Is is what happens? No, 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 no. It's the see, my, the learning of the my game. My completionist brain does not work well with permadeath. Like my completionist brain doesn't handle that well. So mm. it's just like, eh, I can't. But, but that's also, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Mass Effect. That's also why I was like, yeah, I'm not going to the Omega 4 Relay yet. I want to get everybody. Like, I don't care if that's yeah. the goal. I want to get everybody. And I want to do you all can, our missions. You can get everybody and still mess up yeah. the Omega 4 <laughs> Relay. Since the God. <laughs> Fair enough. But another but thing I, I want to talk about. Sorry, go ahead. You got it. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. It's fine. So, go ahead. <laughs> Another thing that we overglossed, the Resident Evil, the ports, they're taking yeah. Village. They did not sound you can have the Vampire Queen on the go, you know, the big booty Judy and her daughters. Uh, yeah, uh, I think those are interesting. They're doing the cloud gaming stuff with those, um, which is an interesting concept for the Switch because, you know, obviously it is a lower powered system. So they're like, hey, let's... Uh, offload some of that processing power onto the server and i'm like i don't know how you do that but cool like i don't understand that technology but i i get the concept at least so yeah the cloud and they, it's like resident evil 7 8 2 re, one remake two remake three remake like yeah and on top of that everything village is getting yeah, Resident Evil Village. They're getting more DLC. They're getting third-person mode. They're getting mercenaries. So they're adding on to that aspect yeah. that you're going to have that on the go, which is really going to be fun. The only now, thing is, like you said, I didn't... This information didn't come up in the Capcom stuff, not the Nintendo stuff, but it's fine. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. But yeah, Village was a really fun run for me to just have that to go... It will be really like a great time as well. Only thing is I'm concerned yeah. about is the fact that do you have to get the Oculid? That's how you pronounce it. The what? Sorry. The Oculid, Oculid, the you know the, the new Switch. Oh, OLED. Yeah, OLED. 
do you have to get that in order to play the game and have it like you know the fidelity of it or dock it for that matter probably docked i would say i would assume docked because docked docked actually does make the switch more powerful um yeah but i don't think you'd have to have an oled oled just has a better quality of screen off the dock okay that's that's it. Like, I don't think it improves anything on the dock. It's all off. It's got a brighter screen and that kind of stuff. But, yeah. That, and I think... Uh, other than that, yeah, I think that's okay. going to be good. So, um, the PlayStation stuff, which I know, Sasha, you're that's not a great show for you as well. No. Really? Yeah. I have a list. Yeah, my husband plays PlayStation, but... You play Gears? I don't. He's he's been into Bloodborne again recently, but no, he's more of into the the Soul series and stuff like that. Yeah. So you don't play Gears of War? Oh, okay. (laughs) The disappointment was real there. You're like, no, why would I do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a lot to, that I want to talk about, so please, let it let it rip. Uh, well, I only have one that I care about outside. Of, now, I will what? say, Tekken 8 looked cool. Not a Tekken fan. I... <laughs> okay. I like King. I like Kuma, and I like Gone. That's it. Get, my man. That's um, fair. Uh, the other one, uh, very big on the God of War, Ragnarok. I want to see it. I purposely skipped that trailer. I don't want to see it. I'm already going to get the game. I don't need to see more hype about what's in the game. Right? I don't want to spoil my... This is one of those situations where... Oh, I see. Going The more blind I go in, the better. Dude, it is dropping again. I'm just going to let it go. Fresh just to see. Um, so God God of War, I like the new version. It took me a long time to play it because that was another thing tied to my divorce. Because her and I were playing that before that all went down. But I finished it. I like it a lot. Um, but I just don't. I'm already sold. I don't need to see more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't need more information. The fact that it exists, I'm getting it. Not yeah. a problem. So I didn't, I didn't even watch. I knew it was there. I didn't even watch that part. I was like, all right, skip. Like, like go on. Like, it's not like I don't care. It's just, I don't want to see it. Does that make sense? That's fair. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I won't spoil anything. I think it's going to be a really good game. The sure. game prior to this was a fantastic story. In my opinion, I personally wouldn't play it. I would watch the cinematic aspects of the game. That's what I oh, would do. I, I played the other one. In fact, I beat all the Valkyrie, which were like the hardest things to do. Yeah, I've seen my friend deal with that. The Valkyrie were like... What does it even do if you beat the Valkyries? Like, it buffs you? You get something. One of them is an <laughs> achievement, which I didn't platinum that game. I was like... But I did do the hardest thing in that game, which was the Valkyrie. I just don't remember what you... You get an armor... I think from each piece, like each one you defeat gets you, gives you an armor or a weapon or something. And I ended up using something. Like, it's been a while. It's been like a couple of years since I did the first God of War remit. Well, the, this God of War, let's just say this God of mm-hmm. War. 
Um, but I don't remember other than that. Um, those were tough fights, though. Those were real tough fights. Yeah. Especially the, the quick the, timing and blocking and. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I had to look up. Uh, I didn't really. I looked up a guide on what was a good strategy to fight them, but not like definitely how to beat them. Right. Like, I didn't look like a step step guy, but I did look for tips, if that makes sense. Because I was like, mm-hmm. this is tough. So I, I want to see what I'm doing wrong or, you know, some something I can figure out. So I ended up being pretty close to the right thing of doing already. So I kind of felt like, well, okay, why did I even look this up? But it was just confirmation, I guess. Just self-confirmation because I was just failing a lot. But I, I did it. Ragnarok is right around the corner. I didn't know it was coming out this year. Like, I would expect more, um, like, publicity for it, like, more advertisements. Then again, I don't watch normal TV, so it would probably come on there a lot. But I'm like, wow, it's right there. It's going to be out, like, next month, like, two months or so, right? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Go. Have fun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my husband will be playing that one. But it's not. You're gonna watch him play? Uh, no. <laughs> I've I've watched him play some of the others. I don't hate it, but I'm not I'm not super invested. Sure. I personally just like God of War. Besides just the thrashing and the mauling, big muscles boy. The story is really good because it continues from one all the way until now usually games like this you know you you get a retcon or whatever like that or you know they just thanos something out of the game no it's from start to finish so i like seeing kratos's story from now you know from back in the day Mm -hmm. that's the only reason why i would see anybody just to watch it on youtube watch the story don't play the game if you don't want to right okay uh, and then the other one, which I'm, I'm sure you have a lot to say about the rise of the Ronin. And I will say, I will pray up front of this. I, I watched a lot of it. It looks like it's souls like, um, however, it, I got confused and I was going to talk about this. To, I was trying to talk about this with someone. Uh, Wu Long is the game that I was trying to think of last week is made by team Ninja as well. That looks yep. like a souls like. And is set in China, and this, and I think Rise of the Ronin is Japan, and they're yes. coming out very close to each other. So like, this was very confusing to me. I was like, "Isn't this Wulong?" And I'm like, "No, wait, it's not. It's not Wulong. It's a different game." But what? Mm-mm. So yeah. I am a Team Ninja fan. I love. I think it's called Nio. The Nio series is N I O H. This it's a Soulsborne game where essentially yeah, um, I played you know, number one. I own number two, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, essentially you go kill Onis and everything like that. And I think they're gonna expect it to have a third one. Don't quote me on that, but I, just based on the story, it seems like it's gonna be a third one. And Team yeah. Ninja just does a phenomenal job of depicting like feudal Japan and still giving you that aspect of like supernatural and fantasy like aura to it mm-hmm. like you know you're in like the gulag you're in the ghetto of japan but then you have right. these supernatural powers to it with rise of ronin i like it because it's, in a sense 
is drawing back to the origins of being a samurai without a, like a clan or tag name for itself. Kind of like what was that game that came out, Ghost of Tsushima, but less of a more dramatic aspect to it. And I just want to play a game where I'm going to be a a samurai and slice up people, use little tricks and aspects like that, and just enjoy the game for what it is. It does have a story, and it looks like it's going to be like a vintage homage to like almost Assassin's Creed in a sense, where you're trying to get honor back to yourself and your family, which who doesn't really care, you know, like a story like that. That can go a long way. But I'm curious with Rise of Ronin. How are you going to tie it all together? Team Ninja is great for phenomenal gameplay, but they lack conclusions. Like, even in mm-hmm. Nioh 2, without spoiling anything, the ending just falls off and it gives you, like, where is it? Where's my, where's my, where's my whole reward for completing the game and making it here? So I'm just curious if they're right. going to make a nice full cake or a cookie. So. Yeah, okay. I got you. Personally, I'll take a cookie over cake any day, but what? I know what you mean. Uh, he doesn't like the cake, this guy. Okay. I don't. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> as big as I am, I'm not really big on sweets. This is all spaghetti. Like, this is, <laughs> this is a, the pasta. This is a, okay. This is, this is all poor eating choices that don't involve candy. <laughs> I'm right um, there with you. It's fine. Okay. Um. But yeah, like... I I watched the PlayStation stream, but I was just like meh on most of it. Like honestly, wait, Sasha, you what about the psycho in the driving and the driving and the psychos? Yeah, so there's one game that makes me want to play PlayStation. <laughs> Pacific Drive, which is oh Pacific Drive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this looks like a, a sci-fi driving game. So, like, Driver in, like, Men in Black or <laughs> but Mars Ooh, Attacks yeah. or, like, I don't know. It looks like there's mm-hmm. aliens invading. Something. I don't know. The trailer I watched showed uh, these, like, little, I don't know, jellyfish orb-like things. And yeah, stuff, you shot like, the car over. Stuff coming up out of the, uh, out of the road. And uh, big structures that did not appear to be man-made. And you're just driving around all of that. That looked awesome to me. Okay. So. I'm I'm vaguely interested in that. But I'm not. I don't know. It didn't like. It didn't scream like. Oh I want to see that. Like it was just like. Oh okay. I feel like driving games are kind of my way of detaching where other people play like a farming simulator. Uh, sure. I just, yeah. you know, just like a driving, mindless driving game or, hey, you're going to drive and here's your one objective. Mm. Sure. That looks pretty unique to me. A nice uh, sci-fi landscape. You know, that is my favorite type of game. Yeah. I didn't really pay attention much to the score. I have to, like, go back to it again because the visual aspects just really titillated my eyes. I was like, ooh, scary horror, especially when it showed the concept you have to get out the car. You're not always in the car. You have to get out the car for supplies and fuel. And that whole concept that there's like a like a being that's chasing you and you're like anxiety. You don't know if it's right around the corner, how much time you have to go into the store to get these things. I love games like that. It gives you that hectic rush. 
I'm wondering how challenging it's going to be to keep your car repaired and yeah. also keep yourself stocked if that's going to be hmm. also a part of it. But I would imagine that you're going to have to do a balancing act of do I drive through this thicket that's going to damage my car or do mm-hmm. I dry- stay on the road, which is very clearly also dangerous. Mm-hmm. Well, for yeah, that matter, we even haven't seen it. If it has cities or towns that you can like peruse through and that's infected with whatever this being is or something like that. Or like you said, the unmanmade structures. Can you drive into that? Can you go around it? Is that like an objective you're going to? Like there wasn't really anything that told you what you're doing out there. But it gave me, do you guys remember the surviving? Yeah. Like, but you remember the movie uh, Twister? Yes. It reminds me of that. Like, they're looking for it. Like, they're not just running away. They're looking for the source, in a sense. Because at the Mm -hmm. end, it's like, oh, no, it's happening again. Like, what's going on? Like, that whole curiosity behind the shadows. And then you use your belt to tie yourself to a water pipe. (laughs) Yeah. See, it kind of, the the landscape kind of reminded me of there's this science fiction book called The Genocides, and it's about this alien race of, I don't know, spores, trees, something. I don't know that they plant themselves into the earth and they kill all the crops and they build these giant like structures <clears throat> that sap all the earth's resources and all mm-hmm. the people that are left, all the the whole point is just survival until all the resources are gone, basically. But See, that, that's, that's the opposite of what I look for in a game, which is why I was like, eh, because like I don't like survival games. Like when I'm playing D and D, and and they're like, "How much days of food do you have?" Like I don't know. Why <laughs> we, let me kill a goblin. Like I, I'm not here to. To, to to simulate me eating, I that's that's, that's a that's a human like. I, yeah, life. I agree. How I, much I rashes do you have? Oh, is it too cold? Uh, did I get a sweater? Am I good? Like, do I have to really worry about the temperature right now? Oh, you're too hot. You work too. No, no, I don't like unless it's a specific challenge. Like, I don't, I don't care. And it, like when it does it in video games, I think a lot of reasons why I don't like games like the last of us is because of those crafting survival things where I'm just like, I don't care. Let me play the game. You're just, you're throwing shit in front of me to stop me from playing the game. Like, like that's the way I feel about a lot about a survival mechanics. It's very few and far between where I'm like, this feels cool. Or like, like, uh, I liked Dead Island, but you ate to recover health. It wasn't necessarily yeah. survival. Like, you can turn on survival mode in Fallout, and it's. I think Fallout is set up nicely for survival mode because there's food yeah. and mm-hmm. things everywhere. You're constantly you going to... into places. Yeah, I. If there was survival mode and Fallout, like, look, I barely got where I threw in, where I did in in the little that I played of New Vegas. Like, if I had to worry about survival stuff in New Vegas, I'm out. Like, just be a cannibal. It's fine. <laughs> I so, like it's like a it pet changes peeve the way for me. you play it for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it it will. Um, but like, it's like a pet peeve for me in a game where I just like, why do I have to do so much micromanagement? Like. Mm-hmm. That that is like, 
But that's Again. what a farming simulator is. Like, I know. Mm, I know. This did, nah. And that's why I was very surprised that I really like Stardew Valley, but I didn't focus on that in Stardew Valley. Yeah. And and Stardew Valley, I was like, you know, Haley and I, I'm going to marry that girl and I'm going to figure out how. <laughs> like, that was Stardew Valley for me. And then I go fishing a lot. Like, I mostly did fishing in Stardew Valley. Like, so I, I get what you're saying. It's just like, it feels so not fun for me to do that. Like when I play a game and it's like, Hey, here's some crafting to do like to build this, like you do some crafting to have supplies or craft this or craft that. And I'm a lot of times I'm just like, please, no, I don't <laughs> want to have to hoard all this stupid crafting material. If I never have to use it and I just have this giant inventory full of stuff, and then I had to craft with it, but I don't know the, like, it, when I'm thinking crafting, I'm like, I want to craft armor. I want to craft weapons. I want to craft, like, and that, that happens in those games, but I want to craft, like, usable things. Like, I don't want to make a shoddy piece of cloth that's going to give me two armor and go away after three hits. Like, mm-hmm. like I, it's where a, a lot of games sort of do that, and a lot of survival games, too. Uh, I will say that that was one of the things that I like how Mass Effect does it is all your crafting stuff is a permanent thing that you just get. You got the iridium for it. You do it. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just, it's just a thing. Um, man, my bandwidth must not be good today. Yeah, the, the not doing stream that. just went down again. Yeah. So anyways, um so yeah back back to that someone else oh wait that's probably people coming home so um that was the what was that called again pacific, uh, pacific drive i think yeah drive. Room, room. it sounds interesting i just i'm i'm worried about the survival aspects is all I the way that they showed in the trailer the the HUD display had the cars um, parts displayed mm-hmm. made me think that it's gonna let you know when they're damaged and how mm. are you gonna repair that stuff? Got yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I see what happened. The stream is actually dropping. The whole stream. It's actually restarting the stream every time. Yeah, I see it's back up now, I think. Jeez. Man, I feel bad for anyone who has notifications on. Like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I turned that off on my phone way before the stream because it would have been bling, 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 bling. Okay. So, uh, what I is there anything else in the PlayStation event that we? Okay. No. Okay. So. Wait. No. There's uh, more. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I have. Um. I think it's just called Like a Dragon. I don't remember the rest of the title. Yes. The Yakuza game. I. Sorry. I knew you were going to talk about this. I forgot about it. 
No, you're okay, because I'm here now. <laughs> it was actually remade from 2010. I had no idea about it, because I'm still new to Yakuza in yeah. general. But it looks really, so I, really fun. I have a friend who's a huge Yakuza fan, and who has, I think, imported this game. Um, maybe if not... But either way, he was super excited, like over the moon about this and was talking, talking it up a lot. Like, yeah. Oh, you got to play this. I was like, okay. Yeah, because Yakuza, of course, it has like funny, goofy gameplay. The story is fun. It's a nice ride to go through to see like a dragon and I think to have the aspect of it, like back in another feudal era aspect. I'm cool with it. I want to check it out. Um, the only thing that I'm kind of on the fence about is the fact that there's a remake. Um, yeah. Is the translation going to be poor? Like, you know how sometimes when you, they port those games that came out like a decade ago? It, it still has that, that caboose as it you know once had before. It's not like it's a Mass Effect game or something like that. It's just a, a game that walked, walked around Yakuza, and now it's here. I know you're working on the podcast thing, right? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, you're we, good. Uh, we have got... Um, two comments on the stream, and both of them have been very Bob, negative. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. I'm just uh, dealing with that, I guess. You're Thanosing people? Yeah. <laughs> sorry but uh sorry you want me to continue while you you know while you're doing that yeah go ahead yeah i, I think it's called sin duality i uh, uh i think that's how you pronounce yeah. it so it's a mech game and i was like this game was pretty fun uh it gives me like the armor core slash lost planet vibes it didn't really dwell too much about what the game is like premise but what was attracted me the most is like your little cute little robot that turns to a big ass badass robot as you progress through the game and you're like going through this world traversing through finding wolves and other beasts and everything and i think it might be a fun time because it has co-op we don't have too many mech games of this era that has co-op and you can able to play with your friends and just be like the old Gundam anime days, you know, the old games of getting back into like, hey, bro, you're the tank. I'm the DPS robot. Then we have the repair guy. Yeah, there's RPGs yeah. like that, but not too many for robots. I don't know if it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive, though, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is being the fact that it was state of play. The next game that I've seen that's been around for a while, been buzzing around, Stellar Blade, a.k.a. Project Eve, that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Stellar Blade is absolutely gorgeous. It is a okay. beautiful game. It's one of the few games I've ever seen where, like, man, I don't want to punch this boss in the face because it looks so damn mm -hmm. good. It looks gorgeous. Project Eve has been buzzing around, I don't quote me on this too much, but I think like 2010, 2012. Then it started coming around again in 2019 as like a little small standalone title. And at first, Project Eve just looks like a clone for Devil May Cry. 
which, you know, without that going seen, it isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it didn't have its own flavor to it. Now that I see yeah. that Project Eve has turned into Stellar Blade and is going more on the emphasis of the fact that your character is being augmented with like tech and mechas and different like psychonetics, similar to Scarlet, I think it's Scarlet Nexus. I enjoy that aspect. And you're going to have us fight big bolstering monsters that are like on the level of Monster Hunter. I really enjoy that. Stellar Blade looks to be really good, but I want it on PC as well. So we have to wait and see. <laughs> we have to wait and see yeah, for yeah. that. So I hope it, is, it comes out for it. I think the last one I wanted to touch on. Let's see. We have Sin Duality, Stellar Blade, Rise of Ronin. No, I think that's it. Okay. I think. All right. So uh, the last one was Capcom. And that one, I didn't watch all of it. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I had something come up, and I stopped after Exo Primal, which was game two. What is uh, that? They talked. About. Uh, so uh, I'll start with Exo Primal. Exo Primal looks pretty cool to me. It is uh, sort of like one of those hero shooters, um, except it's a it's it's um, a horde mode shooter. You're you know it's you against the AI, uh, but the horde is. A lot and a lot and a lot of dinosaurs, like raptors oh, okay. and T Rexes, and it's a horde mode shooter. You have classes, you have like special exo primal suit people. Like I don't know if they're characters or they're just suits, kind of like um, uh, what is Tenno? Warframe. Tenno. What? Warframe. Yeah. Kind of like Warframe, where you're just playing as a suit versus, you know, a specific character. Either you're a specific character or a suit. I can't remember. Or a class or whatever. But either way, you have, like, your snipers, your tanks, like, all sorts of, like, roles. And it's supposed to be a cooperative game, which is... This is that's the part that makes me worried. Online cooperative game. So maybe it's going to be hard to get people mm-hmm. to play all the time. Like, I have a core group of friends. We try to play Back for Blood. We managed to do it four times. Four is better than zero. Uh, that's it. Like, <laughs> it's true. But I'd like to finish a game at some point, right? We didn't get out of Act Dang. 1 in Back for Blood. <clears throat> so, I don't know. This looks really cool. You're fighting just, like, a ton of dinosaurs constantly. Like, the, the, the very first trailer... There's like this orb that's in the sky and it's just raining velociraptors, just raining them down. And I was just like, what? Uh, it's, it looks really cool. Uh, it's a brand new IP for Capcom. So I'm looking at the gameplay. Like There's like actually multiplayer in this game. Yeah. Yeah. That's what no, it's no, 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 no. PVPVE. Oh yeah, that too. I guess yeah. I didn't see that part. Uh, this is insane. Um, like yeah. they're fighting Velociraptors while they have to worry about the other team completing the objective and shooting at them as well. Oh, this looks amazing. Mm. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks like a lot of fun. They've they've had like different trailers for different like boss dinosaurs, like a T Rex, a Stegosaurus and stuff, like I would never guess it's a Capcom game. What if said Sega or something? 
No, you're you're right. It is. I just can't believe they did something like this. Yeah. Yeah, it is sort of like in Sega's like weird out there kind of style. Um, but then obviously we had the Monster Hunter stuff, and Sasha, I know you're not you're not into the Monster Hunter stuff yet, but (laughs) I did, I did. Uh, We got always putting out the positive vibes. Um. So we got we already knew about Flaming Espinus, um, which is kind of funny to me. Uh, now I know that Espin- Flaming Espinus was a an existing um, hmm. subspecies in Frontier, so it's not necessarily new. Um, well, it, it's new to us. I will say Espinus is new to us. Flaming Espinus is new to us. So uh, we got we sh- we already saw that before, but what we got announced was the two new monsters, which was uh, Violet. Mitsune, not violent. Some people thought it said violent. Yes. It's violet. Uh, which is a fire Mitsune, uh, which a lot of people were unhappy about because we have flaming Espinus and violet Mitsune, who are both fire. And Monster Hunter tends to have a overabundance of fire monsters. But I will say, in Rise particularly, it's an overabundance of water monsters, honestly. Yeah, I can see that. You actually yeah. pay attention now all we need is Namiel, and then we have the complete so, kit. Yeah. Um, so, Vi- uh, Violet Mitsune, it looks cool. Uh, I, they, it's exploding gas instead of bubbles. So that was what makes it fire. It's using gas, the bubbling gas, I guess, um, which is an interesting concept. And then we had a new Camellius, which does paralysis and looks really cool. Instead of poison, um, I don't remember its name, but it is basically uh, basically afflicted, but it's not. It, it's overcome the affliction. Um, a lot of people are speculating it's kind of what Malzino is, but in my opinion, it is not what Malzino is. More of a symbiosis, where this is more of a overcoming the the affliction rather than a symbiotic relationship like Malzino is. Um, the cool, the interesting thing is, everything that we've gotten new so far has been like, "Hey, get the master rank yeah. ten, and you can play this content." And this one is like, "Hey, get the yeah. master rank a hundred and ten, like get a hundred more master rank right, before bruh. you can play the Camellias." Now, I think I'm nearing, th- I'm either nearing or I've surpassed three hundred master rank already. Um, so that's not really a problem for me, but there might be some grinding for people if they, if they, uh, I haven't played in a while. I got to catch up. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played in a while either. The, I do not enjoy the end game grind for the, uh, afflicted stuff. Afflicted monsters. Really? No. I, yeah, I do not enjoy it. I do not enjoy, uh, what I call artificial difficulty mm. uh, on monsters. Yeah. There's never been a mechanic that I have enjoyed in that aspect. And I agree. Just as I don't like it. I don't like doing it. I stopped trying to get the hundred percent guild card because of it. Like I'm just not interested. I, so I will crown hunt these things and maybe be done. I tolerated it because I was getting like four U vibes, but then after a while I'm like, okay, this is really tedious and I'm not enjoying this as much. Yes, it is tedious. And we but 
Uh, to be fair, we also got MR6, which is the last rank of afflicted monsters. So there's a whole another set of quests. I don't think the afflicted monsters are boring themselves. No, that's... per se. I just don't like. It's just it's artificial difficulty. We already have the monster. I just want new monsters. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's. That's all I want is different monsters. I don't want to fight the same monster with a glowy spot on it. Because it's not different. No, it isn't. No matter how like explosive you make them be. Like, when they made Yogi Bear like be able to explode, I was like, why? Why Why is this a thing? I don't need him to have a temper tantrum and then booty bam, slam on me and explode. This is just dumb. Was not enjoying that at all. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It does change the fight for, for them being afflicted. There, You do have to approach it differently. It is more dangerous. It is more challenging. There's all of that. I just don't find that interesting. I don't find that kind of challenge interesting. Um, I would rather just fight different monsters. That's, that's it. Like, if they had done the whole uh, investigation system, and that was it, they just added investigations, and they weren't afflicted. I'm good. Yeah, honestly, that's fine. You have continuous like quests that you can have, man, at your disposal. I have no problem with that. Yeah, and you know what? I'm fine with leveling them up too. Mm-hmm. I just don't want them to be afflicted. The afflicted part is what kills me. Like, I do enjoy the them doing the gathering to get the other quests. Like when you see the afflicted like berries, and you grab them, it's like, hey, you got a new quest because you grabbed the afflicted berries. Like. That's cool. I like that. I just don't like fighting the monster afflicted. Right. Let me fight afflicted furious Rajang. Why? Right. Uh, To me, it's like, hey, take the most fun aspect of Monster Hunter, the fight, and make it no longer fun. (laughs) At least to me. Right? That's, That's my opinion. So I just, I burnt out on it. I just, again, I'll probably crown hunt these things and be done. Like I, that's that's where I'm at with with Sunbreak. In terms of the um, season pass or the you know the, the the time frame that they give out content, what's the next thing that they're gonna do? Do you recall? They haven't said. They haven't said what it is yet, uh, but it is gonna be in November. Okay, is that like a like an uh, expansion to the? Oh, you don't know yet. Like an expansion to the story or whatever. We just still find these afflicted. Dudes. It's just more monsters, to my understanding. More monsters. Hmm. It says several other monsters on the road. I wish we don't like. I don't want any more subspecies. I want like legit, like authentic, like another monster to come out. I don't hate subspecies. I just I'm want okay something different. With- I'm okay with subspecies because they actually do them quite differently now in these modern days. They're not just palette swaps. They're they're actually different fights a lot of the time. But, um, I mean, I agree. I'd rather have a different monster. Um, but I'm okay with the, the subspecies. Um, but I don't really have anything else to add on the Monster Hunter stuff. Like, it's just... Oh, wait. I guess people will get mad if we don't mention the fact that you have paid uh, armor, uh, uh, paid transmogs for weapons. Yeah, that's a thing. So they added transmogs. Mm-hmm. You can have weapon transmogs to anything in the game already, but they have paid DLC transmogs that people are flipping out about. I personally, I'm like, then don't buy it. Like, if you don't want it, don't buy it. 
I don't I don't get where people are upset about that. Yes, like oh, you know, too many MTX and Monster Hunter now. I'm like, they're going to try to make money. Do I they mean, not remember Monster Hunter Online? Like world. you have, you could pay for skins and stuff like that in that game, but I guess like what a minority of people played it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me because a, I don't care, and b, it doesn't affect the gameplay. It never no. will. So you buy you buy the hair and all of that. So what's the problem? I've seen plenty of people spend money on the emotes and the hair and like the armor aesthetics, but then the weapons come along. Why isn't that free? Uh, I am with Eric's gaming. There's I will pay for it if there is a beard that is even close to mine, <laughs> but there isn't. That's fair, yeah. Like him and I are are rocking beards. Like it's just. That's, that's my style, and I it just doesn't exist in Monster Hunter. Apparently, people with beards are just not in the Monster Hunter world anymore. So, uh, I know that they talked that that's where they talked about the Resident Evil stuff. I I know we're getting a Resident Evil Four mm-hmm. remake. I think something was there about that. Um, and then also, I didn't watch it, but I know there's a lot of stuff about Street Fighter. 5. Yes, I'm sorry. I can't care any less about Street Fighter Five. I'm getting tired of Street Fighter as well. Like sue me or whatever, but Street Fighter Two was my limit. Now you have Ken. He's old. He has freaking like Parkinson's, all the other issues he has with his body. I think he has uh, what is that? Arthritis in his hands. Why are you making this poor man keep fighting? Same thing with you. He had dark, the hot, dark hotto. Now he's normal again. He's gonna turn bad again. He's gonna fight Akuma again. Retire them. They can go to an old person home. They're they're old now. They're middle like middle age. Damn near. What's her name? Chun Li. She has a baby. (laughs) She has a baby. Why do you need her to keep fighting for? I don't know. I'm gonna get too much into that. I don't. Um, I think Sasha can back me up. I'd rather see. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah, I mean. I do like Mortal Kombat better, but I don't really play a Me ton either. of fighting I mean, games. Me either. I, I was saying this to my friends who are excited about Street Fighter V. Uh, no offense to people who are. It's just not for me. Um, One sec. That, like, I care about Mortal Kombat and dead fighting games that don't exist anymore. Like, One Must Fall and Primal Rage. That's it. Maybe Bloody Roar, if that ever comes back. And that's it. I'm just a casual fighting game fan. I mean, same. You know, I play like Mortal if, Kombat for the story. If I'm somewhere where a group, group of people want to play a game and it just happens to be fighting games, round robin style, great. That's a fine time. But Yeah, I'm you're not, not sitting there grinding at home. No, and I'm definitely not paying $60. Plus for the a DLC. Game. I do. <laughs> Don't forget right. that. I do. I do for Mortal Kombat. Because I like playing. I like Mortal Kombat. I like the characters. I like the story. Mortal Kombat has yes. some of my favorite stories. In, in Street Fighter in doesn't. So. It's just. No. I don't. I, I played. 
I played Street Fighter once, and it was Street Fighter 2 with my friend in college. And by the way, when I was in college, that game was already over 15 years old. So <laughs> It's the same thing with uh, Tekken. Like, Tekken has no, a story to an extent, but it's like it's prim- primarily through Jin and his family lineage. Everybody else has like their own side-off stories. Same thing with Street Fighter. The primary thing is Ryu and Ken and well, Chun-Li. That- Everybody's side-off characters. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the only story I know about a Tekken is the the joke they did in the Smash Brothers oh, announce, yeah. announcement for Kazuya. Yeah, when his dad threw him off the, off, the threw off the cliff. He just keeps throwing people. Yeah, he keeps throwing people off a cliff. Just and then I like how he throws Kirby, and Kirby just that's looks good old Kirby. Back up My in the man. Background. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Uh, Sakurai certainly does not No, no. Like, he, he has a new game coming yeah, out soon no. anyway, which is re- beyond me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess there was a new Kirby game we didn't mention. A new re-release of a game for the it's, Nintendo Yeah, it's, stuff it's co-op. The girls want it. I don't. Yeah. I mean, Kirby games are fun for that, which I'll play with them. But that's it. Um. Honestly, the 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 Capcom. I the only thing that I wrote down that I cared about were Exo Primal and Monster Hunter. And Monster Hunter, you honestly out of it, I care about the monsters they announced. And woo, there's Transmog. I guess I won't use it. I don't even use Transmog on the armor. I just fight as is, unless my armor doesn't cover my face. I like full helmets. I don't. Yeah. I like the full helmet look. I always do that, so I will. I will transmog on a full helmet if the armor I'm using is just like. I think overall, like I'm looking at Exco Primal now. It looks like to be a fun game, but it's coming out in 2023. I'm like, can I even recall or take attention to remember that game coming out? I'm sure there it, will be more stuff that will come out between now and then. Yeah, I mean there is. There's a lot of. I mean, for me, Bayonet is coming out next month, mm. so I'll be doing For me, that. it's going to be Call of Duty. And then we've got Scarlet and Violet's going to be November. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And so that'll probably be the rest of the year for me, is Bayonetta, then Scarlet and Violet. And then, of course, obviously finishing Mass Effect up until then, um, which I may just finish Mass Effect like... I may not even take a break uh, between the games like I had intended. I may just plow through them all. Just two, three, Andromeda, and then get into the Bayonetta Me stuff. too. I second that. I no, I, I, I'm, I'm super biased, and I'm I want biased. you to do it. Well, <laughs> I still have been trying to play Titan Quest, but I keep hitting walls because of the resistances problem. So that one, I'm probably going to, like, obviously, while I'm listening to a podcast or something, I'm not playing Mass Effect because I want to hear what's going on in Mass Effect. So when I do my podcast gaming or when I'm doing, like, watching a show in gaming, I'll probably be doing Titan Quest. But I'm probably going to be back, like, that'll be the only time I'm playing Titan Quest at this point. And it'll probably just all be Mass Effect right now. 
because everything else I tried between Mass Effect One and Two was just not working for me. Like I tried the 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 Pokemon clone Temtem. Oh, I I like Temtem. You don't like it? I don't like it. Do not buy this game. What? I don't think Pokemon needs an always online connection. That's bullshit. Uh, see, now we got to fight. Put them up. Put them up. Because Tim Tim, I disagree with him, is a really fun game. I love playing it with my friends. It's a nice, relaxing thing where you can just run around and collect the little Tim Tim monsters together. Plus, you can breed the Tim Tims together. Like, I like that aspect. Of course, same thing with Pokemon. Like, hey, let me hold your Pikachu with the best ivs and let me breed it with mine but it's just a different aspect to it plus the story alone with tim tim the characters remind me of Mega Man battle network where they all have like their own little stink persona with them little sassiness little like cockiness with it to it sure i like that aspect but tim tim won't be for everyone because it ultimately comes like a really heavy grind you're grinding a lot more than usual in poke than pokemon because to get like a shiny in Tim Tim, the I think it's like zero point zero three percent chance to get it, let alone to like oh, to get like the ones with the perfect IVs that you want. It's a lot of grinding and there's a lot of networking with people because people breed those Tim Tims that you want and then you gotta give them some type of currency or whatever for it. Or they have a Reddit where they're using crypto for it. Yeah, I mean I don't know, man. The always online really killed it for me because where I play my Switch is sometimes where I don't have internet. Uh, it's just a thing. And at home, yeah, it's on the internet. That's not a problem at all. Yeah. But at home, I'm gonna play Mass Effect <laughs> Dude, on the go. Yeah. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play into. Like, I was planned. I'm playing ten ten. Uh, ten yeah. Tens, but I'm I'm not. So I'm just. I'm always looking for a better Pokemon game because I like Pokemon, but like there are things that are old about it that are never going to change and that I want to see it change, but they're not going to. So I'm on the fence about I've getting been Pokemon. Looking for, huh? I'm on the fence about getting Pokemon Violet. Just because I'm not. I want to get it because it's Arceus sold me. So, like, they said it's like Arceus. I'm sold. Arceus, I didn't beat Arceus yet. I think it's a fun game. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the main thing I would get Violet for is the cooperative gameplay. And I don't want to play Pokemon alone anymore. Like, after... What was the previous title? Sun... uh, Sword and Shield? Yeah. When they had the DLC where you can, like, run that mode to, like, fight the dark Pokemon with your friends... Do you know what I'm... Yeah. I like that. The, the, Gigantamax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can get, like, all the, the legendaries and stuff. I love that. That was so much fun. Just like, hey, did guys. The, huh? Did you not know that the whole game, you can play with three other people? Sword and Shield? Scarlet and Violet? No, Scarlet and Violet? No. Full multiplayer? Yeah, I know that. That's what I'm saying. That would be the only reason why I would get okay. the game. But I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Gotcha. To play another Pokemon the gr- game. The girls are over the moon. The girls love Pokemon. Like, right now, <coughs> Cece's, like, her answer to what I want to be right when I grow up is a Pokemon trainer. Aww. Like, that is her <laughs> That is her answer right now. <laughs> That's whimsical. That was, like... Yeah, and so, like, she heard that it was fully multiplayer, and she was like, Poke- you can't do that in Pokemon. I was like... Came with this one, brand new. 
And she's like, I'm so excited. So every time I see her, she was like, when is Scarlet and Violet coming out? When is it coming out? Like, she has been excited since the announcement. So. Which generation is going to be in this game? It's a new generation. No, no, like it. So, like you know how like these new titles they have like the previous generations, mm-hmm. but sometimes they take out like a select few of Pokemon. Do you know which generation is going to be in the game? I don't. I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of Pokemon from different generations in there, like a lot. Um, okay, I have to do some the, research. They showed off some new ones. Oh, that's my friend King. He's in chat. Yeah. <laughs> So she wants to go out and make a living on Pokemon, on Animal Fights, makes become police force and whatnot. I mean, she's a she's a seven year old. She doesn't she she doesn't understand that. She just wants to bond with a Pokemon, and it'd be cool, like how they sell it in the games. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's not gonna start a cockfighting ring. Like, it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna get that far. Man, watch out! She stays too much time in the shed. That's all I know. <laughs> I, I did. Uh, I did. Uh, there's a again back to Mass Effect. There's a in the Krogan area. There's like a pit fight with uh, the the dog the dogs. Things, the dog fights. Yeah, I, I made quite a few credits on that one. Oh wow! <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm kind of rich off of that. My dog. Yeah, awesome. I, I, yeah I adopted yeah. the dog and <laughs> I made about. Weird. Why about 2,000 credits? I won four times in a row. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it went well. I will say... Sasha, were you doing the same thing? You were having the dog fights in Mass Effect? I don't think I've ever done that. (laughs) Oh, man. I had to stop. (laughs) This kid looks addictive. Yeah. I bet on the fights at first, and then I found the dog that I could have and fight in the dog ring, and I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. When does the new Pokemon come out? November. Uh, it's like n- late November. Oh, my God. No- November is going to just try to eat my paycheck, huh? That- that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. There's a-, there's a couple things coming out. So, like, the Fire Emblem's January. And then there's something in February okay. as well for the from the Nintendo stuff. I don't remember which one's February. But like October, November, nothing December, but then January, February, I think are pretty much like I have games that I want to play right now. When earlier this year, it was like Sunbreak mm-hmm. and that's it. I, I guess Bay- I knew about Bayonetta, but like I didn't know when Bayonetta was at the time. So I was like. Sunbreak? I guess I'll just play Sunbreak. I don't think I've bought a game since Rise. And even then, I've only been playing Fortnite. Oh yeah, I it's since since Sunbreak, it's been kind of a me going back and playing older games, like hence Mass Effect, like um me yeah. replaying Titan Quest for the billionth time, but actually getting into legendary mode for the first time ever. Um oh snap. Oh snap. Legendary mode. It's hard. Well, are you familiar with the old Diablo 2 formula? Normal Nightmare Hell? It's the exact yeah. same thing. It's just yeah. like normal epic legendary is, is their terminology. So 
And mm-hmm. Titan Quest is much longer than Diablo 2. Much longer. With It's got oh, six yeah. acts to go through, and they're all beefy. Like, they're very long. That's a good quality game. That's what we need. No, I, I, I get it. I've, I've breached 500 hours already, though. What is it? Titan mm-hmm. Quest? Yeah, it's it's on uh, Steam and good old games. Titan, right both of them. Gotcha. I would not play the console ports. The console ports are terrible. So then, how am I supposed to play it? I play it on PC. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like, I will say, like, don't play the console with the I, language. I will say, well, okay. Specifically, the Switch one is terrible. I don't know about the Xbox or the PlayStation ones. Yeah, this should be fine. Like, um, But the Switch one is known for crashing, and they don't plan on fixing it. So. Well, noted. Uh, Write that down. Do not get for Switch. Yeah, and also, I believe that the console ports don't have the expansions. So they have the original expansion, Immortal Throne. So like back in the day, in 2006, then 2007, they came out with Titan Quest and then Immortal Throne. And then like three or four years ago, so we're talking a long time between 2007 and like 2018 or something, Titan Quest Ragnarok came out and then Atlantis. And then we got last year... um, I don't remember the name of it, but it's it's an, it's another one set in uh, China Chinese mythology. I'm going to pull up on the stream and I can look. Uh, Titan Quest extras. So it's just the base game on console. Eternal Embers, just the base with the first expansion. So that because that is what anniversary edition is is the original two, but Ragnarok. Atlantis and Eternal Embers are new expansions that have come out on PC that I do believe are not on consoles. Okay. And Ragnarok has a feature on the list that I like to talk about called pants. There is no pants item slot in the game. And one of the advertised things for uh, Ragnarok is they added pants. But all it is, it's the boot slot with pants attached to it. What the heck is going on? All right. Because it's set <laughs> in ancient Greece where they all wore those tunics, right? It was just, everyone just showed their legs. Mm. Like, it was just like you wore a skirt. That makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So, yeah. Oh, man, this glasses is bugging. I can feel it popping out of place. It is bugging me. But, uh, so, yeah, uh, I've just been playing that. So, like. I feel like it's been a bit of a drought, kind of, and then now here we are, not in a drought. Everything's getting announced and released. So, Sasha, what have you been playing lately? I've been playing Saints Row and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. How okay, the remake of yes. Saints Row. Is it worth it? Because a lot of people say like they nerfed a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like it's not like the original. The more that I'm playing it, the less satisfied I am with it. It's not a bad game, oh. but I do not enjoy the mini games 
in the same way that I enjoyed it in the original franchise. It's just not yeah. it's just not hitting oh, okay. in the way it used to. And I don't like any of the radio stations except for the rap radio station, which my husband hates. So I try not to annoy him when if I'm playing it during the day. And mm-hmm. I feel like in all of the other Saints Row games, I could just turn on the radio. It didn't matter which one it was. And either it was really entertaining talk or good music and i'm pretty bummed about that yeah oh man i mean i was on the fence about getting that just as like a yolo game you know black friday probably will be on sale whatever like that i think thirty dollars or less it probably is worth it it it's a pretty big map Mm -hmm. i think the once you unlock the garage you can customize your cars pretty cool um, oh, that's fun. So, like, right now I have the option to cart a wingsuit. Uh, I have ejector seats in one of my cars. I've got kneecappers in a bunch of my cars. Like, um, you can put you can put the towing cables on just about anything. So, one of my favorite things to do that I discovered is to, uh, when the police are pursuing you, to toss your towing cable out, and you can attach the police cruiser to you and then start destroying everything uh, <laughs> including the other police what cars that heck? are chasing you and then you can detach it whenever you want and then freedom awaits you so that, that sounds like just cause because that was a big feature of just cause is having that grappling hook yeah it's uh that that's been my favorite part of the game is making my own mayhem, but I am disappointed that I do not have so far the option to do any of my favorite mini games from the original series. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's disappointing because I actually enjoy that. Like my favorite Saints Row is two. Mine as well, except for Heli Attack. Yeah, that one was a banger. I want to talk about Heli Attack. Uh... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a dark place as a child for me. So yeah, I feel you with that. Um, but but what is Tiny Tinors like? Is it crossplay? Like if I'm able to play with someone that's on PlayStation? Yes. Okay, and you didn't beat it oh, yet? Is I've, that long? I've beaten it. I'm um just knocking away the chaos levels now. I've been playing by myself the whole time. Yeah, you're just doing end game. How content. much is it? Like forty dollars? No, it's still full price. It's on sale right now. I think um, you can get the you can get the full game plus the season pass for sixty bucks right now. Jeez. Tiny Tina's Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yep. I want to see if it's on Game Pass. Probably not. It's not. Man, the stream is not liking it today. Nope. For some reason. Yeah, it really isn't. Yeah, I see it for 30. I really enjoy Tiny Tina's. I have to say, I don't think I can go back to Borderlands. Like, the Tiny Tina formula is just better for me than Borderlands. Uh, it's the same game, but just slightly different. No, I when I first seen this, I, I, I just thought it would be a... F- as much as... I'm sorry, go ahead. As much as I didn't like it because of the experience I had, I agree. Like, I think it is better than Borderlands on a lot of levels. Oh, you played it as well? Yeah, I, I played it a while ago. Um, we did it for Bickering Bucks, and I gave it a 4 out of 10. Wow. 
Um, wow. Disappointing. But my play experience was heavily ruined. Why? Like, heavily so. Why? Uh... We were playing with a group of friends, and two of the friends had already beaten oh. it, and was trying to was trying to rush it. And then when we were trying to find the dice on our own, which are like the loot dice that give you better luck, um, which we were, my brother and I were very interested in finding on our own. And if they happen to remember one or two, it's like okay, sure, whatever. But like. They were Googling the dice locations and just going there and getting them behind our backs while we're getting other ones. Right. Like, while in the game, I was like, I, I don't... And I, we had we had a pact afterwards. We're like, dude, we're never playing a game with them again. Oh, then, damn. Until we are done. Yeah. It's like, because they straight up ruined it for me. I will say, other than that, I think it was probably... In, as far as like, because I've traditionally not liked a lot of Borderlands games, um, I will say it's probably the best one I've played. So I, I I had to think about that because I did rate it pretty low. But the reason why I rated it pretty low was my play experience more so than I think the game itself. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I would give it like a seven. Out That's of not 10. bad. That's what I rated. I'd probably go up to a. I'd probably go up to a six if it wasn't ruined. I think if I actually played with other people, I might maybe give it an eight or a nine. But I just, I only get like small little chunks of time to play, so I, I'm not gonna spend time orchestrating, yeah. right? Time to play with other people. So I just thought it would be something really yeah. fun to play because, like, it's a goofy. No, it's a satire on. Like, you know, D&D and everything like that. So I thought it might be fun to play. Oh, yeah. You know? Which is something I love. Being a big D&D mm. fan, anytime something satires D&D, I love it. That's like one of my favorite, like, board slash card games is Munchkin. Because Munchkin is just a satire of D&D the whole time. Like, you, they're like, I don't know if you guys have played Munchkin, but, like, there's a bunch of monsters and stuff that you got to defeat. And some of the monsters are just hilarious jokes in themselves. Like the net troll, um, which is just like a troll that just looks like an office worker um, and has like a pencil protector and everything, like a pen protector on and stuff. But one of the funnier ones is the dreaded gazebo because there's a famous D&D story about like one of the early, uh, like one of the early devs of like, some of the D and D stuff, uh, being in a play session and someone describes a gazebo and then they're like, okay, I shoot it with an arrow because he didn't know what a gazebo was. So he was trying to attack the gazebo. And then the DM got frustrated and just had the gazebo kill him. Cause he's like, it's just a gazebo. Like, like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Um, so it was just, <laughs> It was just, it's funny to see like all these like in D and D jokes that come out and that, and like tiny Tina did a very good job of doing that as well. Like Tina over investing in the siren character was oh, the, the one that uh, she's really upset about them. Not liking. Yeah. Like that is peak new DM trying to do things like that is like, 
someone who's learning to DM and they're like, I've got this story and I want you to follow it. And she's super hard railroading everyone. You're like, that is, that is, a, that is a thing in D and D that is not a good thing, but that is a thing. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I pulled, I wrote it yeah, down I, for tiny Tina's I'm wonderland. So, I am sorry to all the people trying to, watch yeah, <laughs> like multiple notifications and you're going to have a lot to sort through, but it's fine. We appreciate you all being here. So yeah, tiny Tina's. I, I agree. It's pretty great. and uh, The comedy is so good. But I missed half the comedy playing with people. Yeah. So. Sorry. So, um, do we have time to talk about uh, Mass Effect? I have ten more minutes. I'm always down to talk about Mass I have ten more minutes. Alright, let's do it. Wrap it up. Let's do it in eight minutes. Okay, so playing Mass Effect two now, and I don't have I talked about have I talked about this since starting two. No. Okay, so I finished one. One was good. I will say it's a very good game. There are aspects of two I remember playing back in the day, being like, I really don't give a shit. Like, I don't understand what's going on. This is dumb. Why do I need to do this? Having played one gives so much context to two. It's just, I have never 180'd on how I feel about playing a game ever this hard. Like, I did not, I actively did not like two when I played it back in the day because I started with two and now I'm like this is pretty good (laughs) like everything from the planet scanning instead of having go down on the rover and mine the um, the um, like chunks of of iridium just shooting a probe and then getting the stuff feels rewarding when that felt stupid back in the day like why am I doing this and then I was like Oh, that's how bad we had it before, but now I am this is more fun now. Like I feel like I feel like it's weird because it's like a back in my day problem that is solved by playing the first game but makes it feel better in the second game. And I will never recommend this to any Monster Hunter player, but I see the same problems in Monster Hunter. You're like this problem is stupid. And like, yeah, it feels great to me because what I had to deal with was ten times yes. worse than that. <laughs> it's like, like, like. So I, I felt that like immediately. I made that connection for new people in Monster Hunter. It was like, oh, you think mining is stupid? All right, try not having a prompt. Try, 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 try having to have the equipment out and press the equipment and having no prompt and no idea where it is. Like, oh, there's a weird crack in the wall. That's where I was supposed to know to mine versus like this actual like crystal sitting out of the ground. Tell them. But. But like Mass Effect 2 is I like every character. None of the characters have felt stupid or undeveloped. Like even your assistant who is a little bit too interested in no, Shepard, I feel like. No, no. Oh. 
I'm, you can you can romance her. I noticed. I noticed there was the romancing options. I'm like, that feels creepy. I'm not. I'm not gonna romance. Have you met assistant. the? Have you met the like interviewer yet? Power. Yeah, it feels like an abuse of power. Have you met the? I almost the, think it might be an abuse of her power because isn't she the the yeah. She's psychologist? Yeah, she is. That, right? she, uh, yeah. yeah. So I almost think it would be worse for her to do that to Shepard. She will know him better than anybody else. Yeah, it was like there was a there was a voice line. It was like I feel like I could just fall back and 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 I trust everyone and they would catch me and anyone and it's like the voice lines were like I I'd catch you I'd let you fall or I'd kiss you I think it's the the top one or something like super. Like super forward compared to the other two, and I was like, "That's the romance one, that right there." I could see that's the romance one. I'm going. To <laughs> but I have you it. have you met the interviewer uh, yet? Though like, the interviewer, do what the news reporter? Oh, yeah, Jessica Chobot. Chobot yeah, you don't like her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love oh, Jessica Chobot. I haven't. I have not even heard <laughs> about her yet. I probably have a mission to grab her. So so far, I have the Merc who started the Blue Suns. I have done his lo- mm-hmm. loyalty mission. Um, I have. Grunt, well, she's not I a playable character. She's like. Uh... No, oh, she's okay. just. It's yeah. like a side quest. And. Okay. No, I haven't seen her or anything about her yet. Um, I have obtained the super psychic. Uh, I don't know her name, but like. uh, I don't know. The Justicar? I have. I just got the Justicar. Justicar or Morinth? There's a choice there. So you the can Jessica get the car or yeah. her daughter. Her daughter. Mm. Or is that the know. loyalty mission? I can't remember. I got a Justicar. I know that. So like I had to do like a police thing. Like I had to get clearance to go through this police investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next mission is uh there's a choice. To keep her or mm. get her daughter? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Good to know. I haven't done that loyalty mission yet. Um, obviously, I already have. Um, oh, what? A, why am I blanking? Yeah, Miranda. Miranda. I I have not done her loyalty mission, but I've done Jacobs. Um, which that was mm-hmm. that was weird. That was a weird. Jacobs one. was a cool yeah, sci-fi story. For sure. Though. It was. It was a cool sci-fi story, like where they're mentally degrading because mm-hmm. of the food they're eating, and then like how he just sort of like he reminded me of Mad Max, of like the villain in Mad Max, how he just sort of like controlled people because he was just the yeah. It felt like a classic Star Trek story to me. Sure. Um. So I I. I have most everyone. I'm missing like three characters still. You are missing Tally. Tally, missing Liara, probably. Liara is not 
she you only get Liara for a DLC thing, but oh. she is not one of your party members. Okay. You get you do get Tally. Uh, you have you have Archangel, yeah. Yes, Garrus. Yes, you have Garrus. I, I have, yeah. Yeah, I have Garrus. Garrus yeah. was like my first like yes because I like Garrus in number one. So like getting him back in number two, I was like yes, this guy's so my bro. We're I, doing this. I cannot play Mass Effect two without romance. Oh my Garrus. god. Oh. Garrus okay. lover. All right. Well. I don't yeah, know where I'm going no, with the romance. There is no Garrus without Shepard. Oh, no I, Shepherd so I, without Garrus. I I romanced Liara in okay. the first one. Yeah. Right. So well, I left just pushed Caden's little picture down on my desk and make room for Garrus. <laughs> Liara, yeah, was a good choice because Ashley looked weird in the um, first one. I haven't tried to do any romance option yet in two. I haven't since I wanted to sort of like get the roster to see what's going on. I'm think I'm going to go with Tali if I can. Um, I think yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but I haven't got everyone. I got the assassin. I, I'm about ready. To, the problem is I, I, they have so many loyalty missions that feel urgent. They're like, I was like, okay, I'm falling behind. So I was going to do Miranda's and then that one. Yes. Urgent. Uh, and and then I'm going to do. I guess I'll have to do uh, the bald girls next, Jack. Yes. And then I'm going to do Garrus's. But I was planning on doing Garrus's right after Miranda's. But I'll I'll put Jack's in before. Um, problem is I've done a lot of things on that planet Ilium where you do Miranda's, but like because mm -hmm. you you obtain two of the people there, uh, and then I also did a task for Liara, like hacking a bunch of terminals and stuff. That's um, the start of the shadow broker stuff. Yeah. Um, I will say a couple things from one to two um, that are just amazingly different. Um, I really don't like when a sci-fi thing, everything is humanoid. All the time. Star Trek has yeah, a bad yeah. problem with this. Like, Star Wars doesn't do this as much, but Mass Effect, it kind of does it, but it also kind of doesn't. There are some races that are straight up just like... like yeah, like the, the jellyfish hand. people, or whatever they are. The jellyfish people... They you have the guys who like are on four legs that look like a faceless yeah. rhinoceros... Yeah, they speak from their gills. Um, it's Mass Effect Two where they start the um, the jellyfish is Commander Shepard in the movies, and it's like advertisements constantly for it. I think is that so. In, is that or is that three? I haven't. I haven't seen. That's probably three. I haven't seen anything. I think they were gross. I didn't bother so too much with them. I don't recall. That's funny. Having a jellyfish as Commander Shepard—that's that's funny. Um, and they do the. I think in one they talk about the Elcor doing um, Macbeth, yeah. oh. some Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> Excited noises. Excited noises. Thank you for helping me. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I just 
I really like how they're handling the sci-fi aspect of it because I'm I normally do like sci-fi, but I just don't like how people make it too relatable to humans all the time. Like that's like my big hang up with a lot of these things. And then Mass Effect does it very well, in my opinion, where they don't hang up on those kind of things. Like you can have the weird alien race and the weird like I mean, even the rat. Yeah. Yeah, the ra- I was just going to say, the Rachni was, was a good example of these yeah. telepathic bugs and stuff. Like, um, I really, I really have actually enjoyed it where I didn't think I would. I thought I'd be okay on them, but like, and I thought I was like, it's going to be honest, I thought I would sort of just piddle out on two because I tried two so many times. But like, I'm invested. Like, I'm, I'm invested in, in two. So, we'll see because... Uh, I think Mass, Mass Effect 3 is just a I, nice, uh, yeah. I wheat in parts of Me Mass too. Effect 3. I ain't gonna hold you. It's no cap. That's we'll see, crazy. Cause I, if I manage to finish it this year, it's probably going to hit the list. One of the Mass Effect games is probably going to hit the list. Depending on your pacing, you probably so, will. Uh, I, pr- I probably will, depending on how much I can game, but I, I am going to get a yeah. little busy with the house stuff, hope. No, Hopefully. you will. Um, that atmosphere. But at the I also have my weekends more free coming up too because the girls not being here every weekend now. But yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's so far on Mass Effect where I'm at. I'm probably gonna keep playing quite a bit because it's probably the, the one game I'm gonna continue to play without having a podcast to listen to. So. Right on. I'm glad that you're playing the series, honestly. Here we are. I... Yeah, it's... When you get to Andromeda, you're playing it on PC, right? Ah, let's say we could play multiplayer together, man. Oh, darn. But we enjoy nonetheless. It yeah. was five bucks on PS4. I just saw it at the game store the other day. It was like five dollars. Okay. I... Sasha told me to play it anyway, so I will. So there we are. Um, so I, I guess that's it. That's it for tonight. Um, next week we're gonna do, like I said last week, the more of the Monster Hunter guessing game, which I did get to do more with the other group of friends. Um, still, still a good time. Still fun. They're getting better about actually describing what the monster looks like and not just saying he looks <laughs> like he'll mess you up, kind of stuff. Um, so, uh, Sasha will be describing monsters to, I will be sending a picture of a monster she has never seen, and she'll be describing it to Ates and Morg, who have to guess what the monster is, is the premise. And we are 26 monsters in of the, I think there's 203 I have on the list. So this might be a couple couple times of doing this still um but i have i have i have kept track of where you're at so i am excited to see where we go on the next one um and and we're gonna have it's gonna go a little bit better this next time we're gonna put a time limit because morg ended up taking quite a long time on a few of the one uh a few of the guesses so ace did too i i don't want to just call out morg Ace didn't. He Ace didn't do it as bad, but like Morg was, 
both of them took some time. So we're going to, I'm going to impose a one minute limit on trying to guess between clues that Sasha and I give. Cause I have clues I have to give as well. Cause Sasha isn't going to know what kind of monster or what generation it came from. They're going to kind of help narrow things down for them when they're just arbitrarily like, what looks like that? Uh, what was your favorite monster you saw so far, Sasha? I know you wouldn't remember the name, but I don't. I don't remember any <laughs> of their names. I think probably the funniest one to me is the one that was like in the clouds, and I kept saying it looked really cold. Oh, so yeah, it was a bushi because it had the wind. Yeah, yeah. So you kept saying it looked really cold, and I was like, that makes sense. It does look cold. It's not. But that like said, <laughs> uh, like like I just love the way you were describing. Oh, oh, uh, so Sasha described uh, Brachidius or Brachidius, uh as yes. being three headed, and because she didn't understand that the the horn and the pounders weren't heads, and I was like, oh, that makes now, she never played the game. That makes sense now. Okay, yeah. okay. So All I was right. like. That is such an interesting description of that. Being someone who knows what it is, it's hard to disconnect, right? And when you yeah. see someone who's just like looking at it for the first time and she's like, it has three heads and they're all like Nakarkos, 100%. Nakarkos, that's what she's saying. <laughs> and it's like, nope, not close. Nope. And then she's describing other things and they're just flabbergasted. They could not figure out what she was talking about. And it doesn't help that some of the pictures aren't great either, but they're. Mm. I'm only using the, the when you go to the Wikia page, there's a picture of the monster right there, and I'm using that yeah. picture. So some of those pictures aren't great, but we'll get there. So um, be sure to join in uh, next week, listeners, because it's it's always a lot of fun when we do that. And then after that's the next quiz, I believe. So. Because we we flopped it around. This was this was our wild card episode. So at least I, yeah, it's got to be the quiz after that. I haven't. It's pretty late in September already. It feels like. Ah uh, no, it's only halfway through. Let me double check this before I keep saying it. Nope, you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll be right on the first. So there's my phone buzzing. All right. So yeah, so be sure to turn in that. Um, Preacher, thank you for coming on. Uh, oh, thank you. Talk. Yeah. Um, uh, if anything, uh, right now I'm not streaming as of yet because I'm trying to get my PC because I recently moved to Texas. But mm-hmm. you can uh, find me on TikTok at Black Rose. Okay. Uh, be, sure to, be sure to follow for the podcast and that kind of stuff at Hunter Sub Pod on Twitter and here on Twitch. And hopefully I don't have as terrible time streaming next time. I'm sorry to everyone who tried to watch today. <laughs> um, and uh, at Ace Badger Gaming for Ace, he's still obviously involved. He just hasn't been here for two weeks because of family stuff. So, uh, And then for Sasha and Morg and everyone else, be sure to join the Discord. Uh, we haven't been talking on there too much lately, but I've been, again, wrapped up in personal stuff and, and then Mass Effect when I'm not doing that stuff. So... Yeah, uh, but we do have fun there sometimes, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be talking about more monsters next week. And you know, if you want to leave a comment or something on your favorite game they talked about this week, you can do that on the SoundCloud at least. I know you can get comments on there. So 
have a good time and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.